What's up, everybody? Jay Miller here, bringing another Productivity in Tech podcast. This is the show where I sit down with someone in the tech space, and we talk about the thing that they are doing uh, to help other people in tech. And again, I'm Jay Miller. I am a podcast editor, developer, automator, multi-potential light thing. Uh, We're still trying to get that intro down. And my guest... Today is Al Rodriguez. Al, how are you doing today? Hey, great. How are you doing today? I'm doing really good. Uh, Obviously, uh, the people don't know behind the curtain. We've been trying some new software out. I got some new equipment, and it's been a headache just getting everything figured and reconfigured and all those things. But, you know, I'm glad that that's all over, and now we're doing a podcast because nothing makes me happier than talking with like people that I've had conversations with before on air and I get to learn more about. So the last time that I spoke with Al was on his podcast and I will butcher the name. So if we can, Al, go ahead and tell everybody a little bit about your podcast and uh, give the listeners a good feel for it. Yeah. So, all right. So the show is called Developer Side Quests. And uh, in it, I interview other uh, software developers or anyone really, uh, but about uh, specifically about software development side projects that we work on. So, um, you know, I, I try to get people of, you know, completely different types of things. I've interviewed, uh, well, Jay right here talking about, uh, you know, starting productivity in tech and, you know, all the types of uh, things that he has to do there for, you know, software development wise for starting a side business. Uh, I've interviewed a handful of other people from um, just making a, a, you know, small little project for because they wanted to learn how something works, a technology. <clears throat> and then up to, uh, uh, off to someone else who um, essentially works on um, testing the security of websites and uh, how that's his job. But he also just goes home and decides to have fun doing that to other websites too, because why not? (laughs) That sounds like someone you want to be like your best friend and not your worst enemy. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, But at the same time, it's also someone, you know, fun to talk to, right? Because, I mean, I don't know about you, but, like, I I love that style of stuff. Like, you know, that concept, the security of things. And I just, I love hearing the stories. But it's one of those things that every time I, like, peel back the curtain just a little bit to learn a little more, I just get, you know, on one hand, um, a little overwhelmed with how much, but also depressed because it reminds me of how broken everything actually is. Yeah, it's it's funny. Um, uh, kind of a, a little tangent here. When when during my time in the military, I had the opportunity to fly out of a C one thirty, which is like the most like iconic military plane, other than like a B two bomber or something like that. And these are troop ships. These are designed to carry like people so that they jump out of them and stuff like that. Like it's it's 
a it's an interesting ride. It's not very comfortable. And as we were getting ready to go onto the plane, I'm sitting there and I see like something flapping like on the side of the tail. And I look to one of the crewmen and I'm like, hey, what's that thing there? They go, oh, it looks like some of the duct tape got loose on the <laughs> on the fin. And, and then he's like, all right, everybody get on. And I'm like, oh, wait, what? <laughs> <So>. <laughs> oh, you were on the ground at the time. Oh, yeah. No, no. We were getting on the we were getting on the plane when I saw the duct tape uh, on the plane that I was about to get on. So, yeah, it was it was definitely one of those moments of. Hmm, I I don't know if I feel comfortable doing this. <laughs> well, um, I mean, I guess it worked out. So did did they at least reapply the duct tape before going off or, or no? Is duct tape just way better than I give it credit for? So uh, the we called it 100 mile an hour tape. Uh, and the reason being is that it can withstand up to 100 miles an hour. Now, I'm sure that that plane was probably going faster than that. So uh, I don't know. I didn't really want to look. I was just glad to be on land when we uh, we finally got back. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, uh, that sounds like a fun story. <laughs> yeah. So so we were talking. So you do a podcast about side questing and, and you particularly you like spin it to have this side quest uh like D kind of feel where did that idea come from yeah so um i mean i guess it's it's kind of uh you know jumbled with a couple of different things uh i mean the 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 name of it developer side quests um and actually that name was originally the name of my like personal blog site and i thought oh this would be cool because i wanted to start a blog and I kept seeing a bunch of other people like when they start one they they have some cool name for their you know domain name and site and I was like all right well no this sounds cool developer side quests um and after a while I thought you know I could probably use the site name for something else and I keep hearing people talk about a personal brand so let me change up the domain I'll use that domain for something else and then my blog will be you know whatever it is now and um so then I thought all right cool so now I can use this name for something else and then a few months go by <laughs> and so then um uh ended up uh you know thinking oh hey you know there, here's this this podcast idea that i've kind of wanted to do for a while it's talking about side projects and part of the reason for that is um you know me on a personal note i would like to blog more and write more about you know things that i learned and like hey i worked on this thing and it took me a week to learn this one small thing that you can't really find online uh but actually sitting down and writing that that takes some some more effort than um than i put down because you know we're all adults we all have lives that whole thing and so i thought hey uh you know it's a smart idea just talking about this stuff in a podcast form instead of having to write that'll be way easier now it turns out i was wrong it's probably the same amount of work but that's how it at least led me to this whole uh, to that whole process. You know, I, I do think that podcasting can be a little bit easier. I think that, and this is probably the same for blogging. I think that people tend to make it harder than it has to be. Like as an editor, the thing that I always get is like, "Oh, you can take out the ums and the likes and stuff, right?" And to me, it's just like, I, I guess. And, and the reason I say that is in traditional editing, 
there's like the rule of two for every one minute of audio. It takes two minutes to edit. And when you have to go back and like clear out ums and realign audio and make sure that it doesn't sound like there's really long pauses, that time like quadruples <laughs> like it takes like i i track time in my edits and the the people who don't mind there being ums and things like that in there it takes like maybe two hours to do an hour podcast but the the people who have like a oh i need all the ums removed an hour-long podcast will take like five hours to edit just because you then have to go and realign things. And I'll catch myself doing it on accident. And I'm like, no, 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 we're done here. Um, so, <laughs> and, and then like a lot of the things with hosting and marketing and, and you know, uh, to bring this back to the idea of side questing, um, is this a hobby that you would like to eventually become a main quest? Or is it something that... Uh, you're kind of happy with it just being a little side project. You don't really care if it grows or, or anything like that. Uh, you know, I haven't put enough thought into it to make a decision. Like I, I enjoy talking to people and, um, you know, getting different perspectives on different things. Um, you know, even talking to people about the exact same topic, everyone's going to have their own different thoughts and, you know, where they come from. And part of just doing the show is, is the excuse to do that. Uh, and then every so often, the other excuse is to ask them a very specific question that I just want to know that I couldn't find online easily. Um, but, uh, you know, do, doing that kind of show, um, I, I don't really know. Um, like I, I know that as it stands today, I don't put enough effort into it to definitely make it something that would be like a main quest. Um, and exactly what you said about, you know, the, the audio editing, um, when I started, I did go and uh, start removing a bunch of ums and the pauses, and and for a show like mine that takes a half an hour to of, of audio to you know, record it, yeah, it was taking like an hour, hour and a half to to do the full on um, editing. So since then, I've definitely relaxed those rules by a ton. Uh, but uh, um, you know, one of the, one of the things that I've told people is I would love at a minimum to get the show large enough that I have some sponsors so that then I can pay other people to do the edits and the transcribing and that type of stuff. So I think that part would be the, the minimum of what I, I want to at least grow the show to. <laughs> you know, and, and that's kind of something that I did want to talk about a little bit was the idea of, uh, for those that are familiar with Pitt, you'll know that Pit is my side hustle, but it is also my business. It is my brand. Every time I've tried to uh, veer away from the brand, it just brought me back. So I've kind of just accepted it. But the the thing for me is like I still go to a day job. I still work a nine to five, and then I come home and I work another you know what seven to midnight ish kind of thing. Uh, so it's it's toll it's like it takes a toll on you after a while uh what is your thought on making that transition to from like side quest to main quest is it, it are you someone who is more risk averse or are you like you know sometimes you just gotta leap so i'm leaping like is that is that kind of where you find yourself in this 
Um, yeah, kind of. So, so my approach to things has kind of always been the, um, well, I guess it's time to make that leap. I'll do it now and we'll see where that leads. Um, so I, I've been like working on this, this project. Um, well, I guess a side quest for, um, like on and off. Uh, but in total, it's been about six years in total that I've been trying to uh, create this, this thing that I eventually want to turn it into a business. And um, I, I keep pushing myself because, yeah, I mean, the, the thing ab- it, about creating this is that I'm, I'm having to learn so much. So like last year, I had to learn a lot of embedded style software development. And what comes with that is also a bunch of learning electronics. And that's a lot of stuff that I like, I don't have any background in. I didn't learn any of that stuff in, in school when you know, I went to college and that kind of stuff. And so that really slowed me down. And so I'm, I'm really trying to just get to that point where I have that, you know, minimum viable, viable product sort of th- thing that I can try and start selling it and, you know, making, making this product. And so uh, I, I keep joking with my wife, like, Hey, what if I just quit today and start that, that side project as a business? And uh, eventually, you know, she's at least the, the uh, rational head in the relationship because she says, no, like you've said, Al, you need to get to a point where you at least have a, a working enough prototype because, um, you know, and, and like she said, I've said that <laughs> because, uh, you know, I, I, I really want to just sit down and, and spend all of my time working on this project and, and getting it to, you know, a, a fully fleshed out product. But, um, you know, if, if I, lose a month or two because I have to completely learn this other technology that, you know, that's, that's something. And so, um, that's where I kind of have to keep weighing things, you know, like, do I want to, um, you know, take that gamble. And so far I have decided not to take that gamble, but I'm really hoping soon that maybe a year from now I'll be finally at that point where I can, can do that. You know, that's really cool that you're able to plan out, your uh, exit strategy. You know, I think that's something that I have not quite been able to figure out just yet. And, and a lot of that is due to my own, uh, I don't want to say waffling of ideas, but I'm, I'm an ideas person. I come up with an idea, I play with that idea until I'm bored with it, and then I'm on to the next idea. That is why, to me, a podcast is so great, because I get to talk to people on a weekly basis about the different things that they have. And all it does is spark ideas. It makes me want to think about, oh, I could do this. And, oh, that you know, this would be great. Uh, but in doing that, I do tend to, I guess, delay my own uh, escape from cubicle captivity, uh, which is, I think, the way I phrased it. And I'm trying to remember where I got that phrasing from. I don't remember. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, um, you know, like like you said, it's it is scary to just you know take that leap because you have uh, zero security if you go off and start your own thing, and uh, you know at least having some runway to to go with is you know at least helpful, right? Like I'm I'm sure, like you said, you want to escape that cubicle captivity. Like someday you probably will, you know, take that leap and you know make productivity and tech your your full thing but it's like you 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 need to believe in it enough at that point that that you can right like if you were to just say tomorrow you wake up and you say yeah i'm done i'm not going into work i'm just productivity and tech uh, all all the 
way. Like there would probably be a ton of work that you need to do. Like, but if instead you wait another year, maybe it'll be easier. Uh, but at the same time, I'm sure we, you know, both of us are probably in that same boat. We just keep telling ourselves that, right? Like, oh, let's just wait a little bit longer. It'll be better sooner. Well, I, I think the other side of that is when you feel like you have time, you will take as much time as possible. Um, that's something that I'm trying to remember the name of the study, but they showed like if you gave someone 15 minutes to do a task, and then you gave someone else of you know equal ability five minutes to do the task, they still tend to get the task done. And it, it's I, I think that that happens when it when you are side questing with the idea of it becoming your main quest. Uh, and for those that don't know, like we've been saying side quest and and main quest in this a lot. Uh, Side quest, side hustle, main quest, your, your main hustle, day job, full-time job, what, whatever. Like, um, I'm, I'm hoping that we haven't been confusing people for the last 15 minutes. But, <laughs> but with that, like, I feel like even though, and I know this podcast isn't about me, it's about you. <laughs> but I feel like because I have that security blanket and I say, oh, well, you know, I can do that anytime then it doesn't get done because, again, I can do that anytime. Where if I didn't have that security blanket, if it was like, okay, you've got to make X number of dollars by the end of the month or you lose your house, you know, you're going to be doing a lot more to make, you know, sales happen, to, to push your product to wherever you're trying to get it to. And I do wonder if people should jump before they feel comfortable doing so. Yeah, that's probably like a, a good point. Like just, you know, when you're like 90% of the way to that comfort zone or that the point where you think would be comfortable, that's probably a good time to, to really push. I mean, you know, there, there's so much business literature out there, like for starting a new business, you got to, you know, do all of these, uh, what is uh, growth hacks, I think is, is the phrase, right? Do all these things to um, kind of take those shortcuts. Because that mindset, I think, with starting a business is the uh, grow as quickly as possible, because you have no idea how long you'll actually be in business. And it makes sense from that perspective. But, you know, and I've, definitely been in the comfort zone of, oh, I have plenty of time because like I said, it's been six years for me and I keep doing this on and off. And I just took a month off of the project because I wanted to learn something else that I think will be useful. And so I bought a book and I read through it, the tutorials and, um, you know, and if I had to live off of this, that's not something I would have done probably. Um, and maybe that's for the best, better, right? Like maybe, the project itself, the the end product will be better because of that. I have no idea. Um, I won't know probably for years. Well, and and like you just said, you know, having to growth hack your way into a viable business, I, I don't know if that's a sustainable model. Uh, also, it can be frustrating at times uh, as someone where you know. It, I'm a not a solopreneur because I actually my wife 
helps with a lot of the, with some of the editing that comes in and, and we, we share some of those responsibilities, but, uh, she'll be the first to tell you that a lot of that does kind of fall on me because I, I am the, the productivity and tech person. Like she, she's like, I'm okay playing in the backfield, but that means that when it comes to finding podcast clients and marketing clients and doing, and doing like all these consultations and connecting and, you know, promoting my brand, quote unquote, like that's, that's all me. Like that's me taking every waking hour that I have that's not devoted to my wife and my daughter. And like, I can't tell you the last time I sat down and watched a movie. Like I can't tell you the last time I sat down and watched like a, t- a like binge watched a TV series. Uh, it takes me like five times as long to do those things. And I'm okay with it because I enjoy doing this. But at the same time, like I've definitely had to, you know, call in sick for my day job because I'm too tired to to move. And it wasn't because I stayed up all night. It's because I pulled late hours for about two months, you know. So so I, I guess I'm, I'm saying all of that to, to kind of tangent my way into a question. And that question would be, do, do you ever feel like your side quest gets in the way of your main quest? Oh, yeah, easily. Um, you know, I mean, uh, something that I've kind of thought a few times is, um, you know, if, if I were to look at my career, like, as the, the type of person who has no interest in starting my own business, um, what things would I be doing differently? Like, the stuff that I do in my day job is very different from the stuff I'm doing in my side quests. It's still software related, there's software development, but the kind of stuff that I'm making and working on is is not, or it has very little intersection of the technologies that I'm using during my day job. And I kind of wonder, would I be better at stuff if I just focused on the stuff for for my day job? And I I kind of think that that's the the big one, right? And that's the the one that that uh, maybe kind of pulls me back a little bit uh, because of that. But you know, we're human. We all have a diverse set of interests, and um, it it probably wouldn't be the you know full time amount of work improving in that s- set of skills, but. You know, even if it was fifty percent, right? Even if I uh, hear a coworker talking about some new whiz bang thing, uh, what I would probably at least look into it more than I do now. Uh, and and I kind of think that from that perspective, yeah, there, there's probably that little bit of hindrance. But at the same time, this other thing is also keeping me happy, which is also a bit of a. a you know, a, a sanity check, right? <laughs> you probably also want to make sure that the thing you're doing is, is, you know, keeping you happy and keeping you going to uh, complete your, your main quest. So um, yeah, there, there's probably a, a, you know, a bit of both. I'm, I'm always of the mindset that, you know, there's pros and cons to everything. Uh, and so when you start saying, you know, one thing is, uh, you know, definitely harmful to the other. I mean, maybe not always in some situations. Yeah, definitely. But uh um, you know, I, I will say that it's, it's probably the opposite is probably more true. That main quest, uh, does also do a lot of harm to my side quests. Cause you know, there are times where, uh, maybe something is chaotic at work and I was planning to, uh, come home and do something specific for my side quest. But, you know, I ended up working a nine, 10 hour day and now I'm just really tired and I don't want to do anything. And I just want to, uh, you know, 
play with the dog or sit down and, you know, watch a TV show that I have recorded. And um, that one, I have to say, probably happens more often, um, which is one of those times when I think to myself, wow, I really want to get this side quest more. So it's uh, uh, kind of pushes me more, I got to say. So one of the things that I'm actually working on a talk about is this theory that I have that if you embrace or if you as an employer embrace your employees side quests and allow them to explore ways to develop those side quests they have the opportunity to come back and benefit the employer and a a good example of this is i'm a python developer and i've been developing in python for you know six seven years now and one of the things that when I got into this marketing job was we got max, we got a little bit more on uh, autonomy and we had the keys to the castle in terms of our web presence and our like marketing customer acquisition side of business. So with that, I was able to start building different automations for processes that my team had previously been doing for years manually and saving the the team itself countless hours uh there's an example we we had we acquired a company and in that acquisition we had to add you know some like 8000 products to our online catalog and everyone was like oh this is going to take forever it's going to da 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 da, da. And with just a little bit of, I think it was literally like less than 100 lines of code, I was able to download all of their file, all of their images, index the entire like list of items that we were uploading, upload them to our system, add images for them, and set them live in our system in about four hours. And they were like, oh, we thought this was going to take weeks. And... It's so interesting that I never would have had the ability to do that thing had my boss not been okay with me, you know, every once in a while watching a video from PyCon or watching some conference talk or tinkering around and even just giving me the green light to say like, hey, I think there's a better way to do this. I've played around with it before. Just give me a shot. And, you know, that's a good thing to think about when you're a manager, but also has there been any way that you as a side quester have been able to take some of your talents and apply them to your main quest? Um, let's see. I'm trying to think of, uh, <laughs> of some of this. Um, yeah. Um, so I, Oh, um, so I don't know if this counts for answering your question, but I'm going to say it anyway, because I like the answer. Um, so we, we had a, a particularly bad uh, weekend uh, a while ago at work where, um, you know, we had some issues with the site. Uh, there was a lot of load, that kind of stuff. And so, uh, it, I mean, it was, it was a very learning weekend because we learned a lot of stuff about our system. Uh, but, um, you know, one of the things that we had realized was, you know, we don't test – uh, performance types of uh, things or uh, really like a load testing type of stuff. We don't have enough of that uh, that we do within our uh, 
you know, within our team or organization. And so um, I just kind of took that away of like, huh, like I, I know that there are a lot of solutions out there. We could just, you know, buy something from a company and then use it and set it up, that whole thing. But out of curiosity, if I were to make one of these, how would that look? And so um, I ended up just kind of making something and, you know, sat down for uh, over a couple of days, you know, spread out throughout the time, um, ended up making something that would um, essentially hammer uh, a system with a bunch of uh, requests to, you know, the web page and that kind of stuff. And um, so I wasn't planning on telling anyone at work, like, hey, I made this thing that we can use. Um, I told some coworkers, like, hey, cool, check this out. You know, proud of myself, that whole deal. Um, but uh, then talking to my manager and and you know she mentioned hey uh you know this is the thing that we're looking at but it's going to take some time so I, I mentioned like hey well we have this thing and um it like is something that we're going to be trying out um by the time this episode goes out i think we'll have uh tried it so we'll see if it actually works or not i haven't been able to use it uh completely at scale but uh um, it, it's kind of one of those one of those cases where, yeah, you know, I, I made this thing out of my own curiosity, um, and it definitely helped the business to to agree, or hopefully will help the business. I'll I'll know within a few days. <laughs> that being said, this is a disclaimer: do not DDoS your company without permission. <laughs> um, that <laughs> sounds like a good way to lose your job. <laughs> exactly. I do not in any way condone doing that without permission. <laughs> uh, and I, I, I believe I put that uh, disclaimer in the, uh, in the code on GitHub. I was like, try to make sure that that was nice and detailed toward the top. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. So normally I don't talk about gear and things like that, but since we are talking about the developer side quest, um, I was a, was it multi-potentialite monk? Uh, which meant that I use my hands and I'm more concerned about the journey than the destination. So I'm going to ask you a couple of rapid fire questions. You ready? Okay, let's do this. <clears throat> All right. If you're any D&D character, what character class are you? Oh, a monk. When a I was monk? a teenager, I was always playing the monk. I always loved martial arts stuff. Easily that. What race? Uh, usually human. Just kind of the simple, easy one. And alignment. Oh, uh, trying to remember lawful neutral. Okay, okay. So when you are faced with a problem, whether in game or in life, would you rather roll for initiative or make some type of observation check? Oh, roll for initiative. <laughs> easily i'm always the uh i'm always the jump at it kind of guy you know like i i just want to get at the problem um and i i know like i, I deep somewhere inside of me i know that's probably not the smartest of ideas but uh <laughs> uh yeah the uh, that's that's just my default answer right there roll for initiative <laughs> awesome if you're min maxing your stats what's your highest level stat uh, well, as a monk, it's probably going to be dexterity because that's the uh, the the whole uh, thing that they're they're good at. Um, now, that's in a fake world. Um, in real life, um, probably dexterity because just growing up, I've always had horrible dexterity. For, like just on a personal note. <laughs> <laughs> and then your lowest stat. 
Um, ooh, uh, lowest stat, uh, strength. I'm not a, I'm not a tough guy. Oh no, constitution. Let's go with constitution. I'm not a tough guy. And last question: What do you always keep in your bag of holding? Uh, a pen. Always have to be ready to write something down. I guess the the easy answer would be a cell phone, but let's go with the pen. <laughs> I like it. All right, so this this has been a great conversation. I have thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I did more talking than I would prefer, but uh, I have to let everyone listening know that the show is only just beginning. In a few seconds, Al's going to tell us where we can find him, and then we can jump into the after show where I am going to once again become his guest on a brand new show that he has not even thought up of yet. And uh, he's going to grill me with some questions. And if you want to hear that, you have to become a premium member. The premium membership for Productivity and Tech supports the podcast. Uh, as I mentioned before, Pitt is a business. We do make money uh, helping other developers do things, but that doesn't mean that we always have the expendable income to invest in equipment and hosting fees and help every once in a while. Um, just We just found out. We had like thousands of people who have been trying to listen to the old podcast feed so we are actually working on restoring that, and that's not a one-person job. So I'm actually recruiting some help, and I, I got to pay the people. So uh, your contributions help, but you're not just getting that happy feeling knowing that you helped. You also get access to the premium group inside of our public and free Slack workspace. And... You might be saying, okay, so what? Well, you also get a direct line to me where I make sure that I keep up with what you're doing at least once a week. So if you've ever wanted to just pick my brain on productivity or technology or just know what my thoughts are on something related to business or podcasting or whatever, or you just enjoy this show and want to support it and see it continue to grow, I do have some plans for it in the future, but we're not going to talk about that just yet um our premium members who are already premium members already know what some of that stuff is they got a taste of it last week but if you want to see pit continue to grow you have to become a premium member head over to productivityintech.com slash memberships and sign up today it's ten dollars a month or a hundred dollars a year you will not regret hanging out with some of the awesome fellow premium members as well as making a step towards becoming more productive. So now that I've said all of that, Al, last question. There is a cave, a village, and a brawl out in the valley. Which one do you go to first? And to do what? Oh, um, the village. Because you got to figure out what else is going on in that area. It's, it's not just the three. It's not just the village, the cave, and the brawl. There's there's some other stuff. you got to find the cool, the cool things to, to hit up. All right. And if more people want to find the cool things that are uh, happening with you, how would they do that? Uh, yeah, so the easiest way, you could find me on Twitter. Uh, I'm uh, at ProgrammerAl. 
Uh, and then uh, you can also find me in my uh, other podcasts. So we've got the uh, developer side quests, which is just me running. And then uh, I feel bad because I completely forgot to mention the other one <laughs> that, that I co-host, uh, MCU Rewind, where we talk about um, uh, Marvel movies and TV shows and that kind of stuff. Oh, man, that sounds like a show that is right up our audience's alley. Unfortunately, not me, because, again, I haven't sat down and watched. I haven't watched a movie since, like, spider-man into the multiverse so uh, that tells you how much of a of a movie uh fan i am not one at all all right so thank you once again al for being a guest on the podcast i had a great time oh same here i loved it thank you for having me and also if you want to hear more about productivity in tech or if you're a developer or designer or other person in tech that wants to get into podcasting but needs a little help then let me know. Go to productivityintech.com, sign up for a free consultation. I always tell people, even if you can't afford an editor, you can always afford a little bit of free advice. And I am more than happy to give that to you. That's over at productivityintech.com. And while you're there, sign up for the newsletter as well, where I uh, dole out a little bit more of that advice. And uh, enough of all of those spiels. I'd like to thank Nadira Mawali for the use of his music, A Hustler in Spite of Myself, for the intro and outro music. And, of course, if you want to reach out to us online, you can follow me directly at KJAY Miller on all the things. And you can follow Productivity in Tech on Twitter at prod underscore in underscore tech. I've been Jay Miller for myself, Al, and Productivity in Tech. I hope we've been productive. Talk to you next week.